Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. Okay, so if you listened to yesterday's episode, you know that we're doing a mini-series about our favorite things about online business. Yesterday's was creativity. Today's is... Mobility. Mobility. We love. It it sounds like a 1990s term. Yeah. My mobile phone. Right? Yeah. But no, being able to do our, our business from pretty much anywhere as long as we have a computer with us. Yeah, and a dial-up modem. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess we, need, we need some uh, some Wi-Fi up yeah. in here. Give us our Wi-Fi. Spare some Wi-Fi! I suppose, yeah, the moment we don't have internet access, running an, an online business is a problem. But... Luckily, there's a McDonald's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love the fact that we really can go anywhere and still be working. Yeah. I mean, I've had a number of times where I'll show up like um, I I was actually meeting up with somebody to kind of, I I guess I don't want to say coach them, but I was kind of like meeting up with them to discuss their business, their online presence. And um, I, I like, I walked in and he's like, uh, you know, where's your stuff? And it's like my laptop, like it's, it's that's, every, that's all of it. It's like digital files and stuff. Like, what know, else do I need? Yeah. I don't need anything else. I'm not here. I'm no easels or anything like that. Let's just laptop. Let's do this, you yeah. know? And, uh, it, it is, it's really, really cool. Um, just having such a, a mobile business where it's like, and I mean, we have so much stuff also like on the cloud, you know, to use the fancy, you know, 2008 terms, but yeah, we've got, um, right. I, we don't even have like, or at least I don't, I do all of my work on a, a Chromebook. Yeah. I, mean, I don't but, even, I don't even have like real software on my computer that I, I use for our business. It's all cloud-based stuff and yeah, our web whole, services. our whole house basically runs on Chromebooks. Um, I do have a, a, a mini PC, uh, a Windows mini PC that's literally Velcroed to the inside part of, it's a tiny PC, uh, Velcroed to the inside part of my desk so that I can like run some Windows applications because some of the software I use is Windows based. But for everything that I do, literally, I could go on to anybody. I could go to the library and use one of their computers and then have access to all of my different all the stuff applications you need. I need. Like, I don't even need my physical computer. I can use any computer. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And I, I know it's funny because we've been using Chromebooks. And for anyone who doesn't know, so you've got Windows PCs, you've got Mac OS, uh, you know, the Apple computers, and then you've got, you know, L- Linux, and then you've got like Chrome OS. And it Chrome is literally, it's like a, a browser. It's like the Chrome browser, but Google went off and built a whole operating system kind of around it. So it's got like a file system and all that stuff, but it's just a very lightweight, like I start my computer and it it's like 
booted up in like three seconds. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's wonderful. Yeah, it is. And the battery, I mean, the battery on these laptops lasts like all day. Yeah, it's like nine hours or something. Yeah, something absurd. And uh, people always make fun of Chromebooks because they're like really, like they're generally low-end computers, like two gigabytes of RAM. Like, Well, and, not yours. Well, when the, you're, you're, see, you're giving away the plot, okay? Mine, mine's more basic. You got like two or four gigabytes of RAM and then like an Intel Pentium processor processor which like pentium has been like people i i remember pentium processors i think when i was in high school like celeron and pentium and all that so people make fun of these computers because they're fairly low power but that's because they don't require a lot of power um they're not doing a lot of intensive things on the computer itself but yeah i do have a high-end chromebook it's called the google pixel book 16 gigabytes of ram <laughs> you really just got intel i uh, i7 processor okay we're gonna listen to this episode in a couple years i know just, oh. oh it only had 16 gigabytes of ram you're gonna be making fun of your, your <laughs> pixel book but yeah it's just the fact though that we can run our business on any computer pretty much from anywhere is amazing it is and i mean we've actually had to use this mobility like for the most part we're you know homebodies like we we stick around town we got our family here we've got our you know our extended family family here like we, we don't do a, a lot of traveling no but we had one example where we had no choice to but to travel yes we had a massive hurricane bearing down hurricane was the size of africa it was, okay, it wasn't the what? size of Africa. It was a huge hurricane, though. It was Irma, right? Yeah, I think it was Irma. It was like, you see, like, pictures of this hurricane over the state of Florida, and it was like the whole hurricane would have covered this state. It was, like, crazy, the pictures that they had. So, so we were in Florida, are in Florida. So, of course, anyone in Florida was considering evacuating. Yeah. And so we, we kind of... Decided, okay, well, we've got our, our really young family and, and my parents. And so we decided, all right, let's evacuate. And so it was kind of interesting because we start leaving the state and we're looking for a hotel that's kind of just still somewhat close to Florida. And it wasn't until like Kansas that we ended up finding a place. And then at a certain point we were like, well, we've got some extended family in Minnesota. Let's just make it an impromptu trip to Minnesota. Yeah, it was like, it was crazy how it all worked out. And um, I, I mean, like all of the gas stations were empty. Like we were getting concerned as we were driving further north. Like the, just all of the gas stations were just completely empty. And we're, we're making our way up. And yeah, we're just like state after state after state, like, hotels are all booked and the people were so cool I, I one of the things that i'll never forget about this is as we were entering new states there was always like these giant welcoming committees and parties and like free food for people from florida yeah, and stuff like, like free water and waving waving to the evacuees and i thought that was really cool yeah it was like some awesome solidarity going on there but and yeah i was i remember you were driving and my dad was driving because we were caravanning and I'm making phone calls to all these hotels like, do you accept pets? Because we, of course, bring our, our animals along. And so, like, 
nope, sorry, we're actually all booked. We're all booked. And I kept hearing it over and over and over again. And I'm like, I don't know if we're going to find a place to sleep tonight. Yeah, like, where are the hurricanes now when all the hotels are empty? Right. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just, it was absolutely, and, and uh, you know, we were, we have the young family. That's why we're evacuating. Like, I'm like, I'm an adult. I have to make good decisions for the kids. Like, you got all these other crazy Floridians that are, like, chaining themselves to palm trees. They're like, I've been through worse than this. But, like, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. So we're like about one of my favorite things about evacuating though is like people like to write like inspirational things on the back of their cars and one of the so we're hightailing like everyone's hightailing it out of Florida and I really enjoyed seeing like in that like uh, paint marker stuff Florida fierce written on it. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> it's like well we're kind of hightailing it out of here, but yeah, I get the sentiment. Fearless. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, it was it was cool, and we you know we got up uh, up to Minnesota eventually. Right. Stayed with some family up there, and go, we made, go ahead. yeah, we made it an impromptu little family vacation, if you want to call it that. It wasn't a terribly long one, but you know, five days, and we were still able to work on our business. Yep, and I, well, not only that, Big Bank made sure that I was working too. My my boss yeah. at the time, he was like, you know, making sure like doesn't matter that you're evacuated. So I, you know, I had my work laptop, so I did did that. And then uh, after hours, you know, when I wasn't like hanging out with family and stuff, you know, before going to bed, work on the business from the laptop. And yeah. That was a another like a, or that was a great example of the, the mobility working out for us. We do have one other example. Our life's been so interesting lately. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, uh, one of the first things that happened after I left Big Bank was what we call the great flood in our household where yeah. we were all we were all in the living room and I was in the kitchen making breakfast. Yeah, you were in the kitchen. And I heard this like pattering sound in in our bathroom downstairs. And I was like, oh, no, one of the kids left the sink running and, like, maybe plugged it up or something. And so then I, I figured the sink was maybe overflowing. And so I open up the bathroom. It was way worse. It was way worse. The sink was not overflowing. There was no water in the sink. I was seeing water pouring from the air vent in the ceiling. And I go, my first thought is, oh, no, the air conditioner has uh, flooded, like the, the drip pan has flooded and we have our little sensor that would normally cut everything off wasn't working and just, I figured the the drip pan has overflowed. Still worse. So yes, it does get worse. So I go upstairs and literally as soon as I step onto the, the carpet of the upstairs floor, my foot just sinks in and the top of my foot becomes a wash in, Submerged. in, in water. And I was like, this seems way, like, way more water than an air conditioner should be putting out. Sure enough, it was our washing machine. Our washing machine was It's just, on the second floor. Bad design. Uh, and it lost its mind and decided that it wanted to just spew a lot of water. Yeah, it... Apparently, I think the sensor in it didn't work or, or stopped working because it never realized... It's it, full. It's full. And so... I, I had done laundry. I had started this load of laundry. Goodness, it had to have been like 15 minutes before you heard the pattering. And the washer just filled up with water and then went beyond it and then soaked our entire upstairs 
floor. And I swear it was like out of a move. So my immediate thought was I need to shut the power off. So I went and go, I went and cut the electricity to everything. That was the smartest thing you could have done because no joke, we're downstairs in the living room and you're upstairs starting to look at stuff and like, and I hear the kids shouting stuff to me as, as we go. And our chandelier in our living room starts dripping water. And so it was like, I'm really glad the power's off now. Like, Yeah, like the kids are like, Dad, the chandelier is leaking. And so it's like, like the water is just slowly making its way across the ceiling of our first floor. Oh, and so yeah, and I'm just like, oh my goodness. And just water pouring out of like every hole in the ceiling. Like all the, yeah, all our ducts and air vent things, whatever you call them. So eventually. We call the insurance company. I tried everything to dry this out on my own. I really didn't want to call the insurance company, which in hindsight was just a waste of effort and time. There was no way I was going to wrangle this problem on no, my own. No, you, you actually... A for effort. <laughs> we, we realized fairly quickly that there was going to be no salvaging the carpet. No. Um, because once you soak carpet, it means that the carpet pad is... Completely drenched. Completely drenched. Which, like disintegrates to worthlessness for the most part. Exactly. So you had actually already started ripping up all of our carpet upstairs. Mm -hmm. And that's really difficult because we had four little boys. Yeah. Like, so we're, we're trying to somehow function in a house that's like, our entire upstairs was a disaster. Yeah. Everything was just disheveled, like furniture in places, furniture ought not to be. And it was bad. And, and so we called the insurance company and they put us up at a hotel. Were you going to say more about? Only that we finally got to the hotel weeks and weeks later. Yeah. It took us probably, what, two weeks? I, th and I know. Three. Oh. Two months. Oh, you're right. Because, yeah, they they took their time, didn't they? Yeah, because we had the insurance adjusters coming out. And then we had the insurance. Oh, and guys. then the insurance just adjuster, like, ended up leaving the company. Like, they, our insurance company had, like, a max a mass exodus of insurance adjusters. And so the person that was writing our claim for us, like, left. And then they had to send, like, a new person out. Oh, uh, it was just, it was horrible. And then, like... You know, you have to go through all these steps of, like, picking what new carpet you're going to get and what, you know. But it's it's never just, all right, there's check the box and, all right, we're scheduled. It was weeks and weeks of, like, trying to make arrangements for the insurance company covering this and the, the renovations or, you know, whatever. Anyways, we finally... So they put us yeah. up at a Marriott... Um, for how long were we there? 15 days. 15 days at the Marriott. It was great. Fantastic breakfast. But I was able to run our business. We were able to run our business. I mean, you mostly were like dealing with kids. It wasn't, it was a nice room. It was an extended stay. It was the residence in. So it was, it was, La -dee -da. it was a two bedroom. Yeah, it was, suite, it was like, a pretty nice suite, but it still made it really hard to, you know, with four, all those four little kids six and under yeah and and then us so it was still pretty tight and she spent most of her time trying to wrangle the kids and then i tried where i could to work on the business in between trying to work on the whole problem with the house 
And, uh, and I actually got work done. I mean, I recorded sales videos and I did a website for one of our, our clients. And then I even made like a bonus, like uh, Facebook ad video for him. And I did all of that inside of our hotel room, yeah. you know, and if our business weren't mobile, that wouldn't have been possible. I didn't, I didn't have all my source files on my desktop computer at home. It was all on the cloud and I was able to access it from my laptop. Yeah. It was amazing. And I mean, as amazing as that situation could be. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so anyways, well, we love mobility. We love the mobility of our business and that we can take it anywhere and it doesn't require a lot of stuff. Right? Yeah. I, I, it's fantastic. So hopefully you found this episode uh, interesting. There's just so many like benefits to an online business. And we're really trying to sell it hard because I think everyone should have an online business. Or at least try. Try. Why not, right? It's so cheap. You can do it. (laughs) Anyways, take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.